This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We have a Fred Dicker on the line. He's a for- former columnist for the New York Post. He served as a state editor for uh, New York for since 1982. And he knows if there's anything to know about Albany, it's Fred Dicker. How are you, sir? Gentlemen, greetings from Albany. Nice to speak to you all. I feel like I'm being uh, cross-examined by a panel of people who I've, at least some of whom I've known for a long time. Well, <laughs> who's going to swear him in, John? Are we going to swear him in first? Or, uh... Well, Fred, I, I must tell you, um, Governor? The, fir- the first time I, uh, I had a radio show on uh, WEVD, and my first guest was Fred Dicker back in 1999. Oh, my and God. And then he interviewed me about 100 times after that and got me back for all the things I did to him that day. <laughs> Gentlemen, just in terms of Albany, actually, I started covering the state capitol over 40 years ago in 1977. Hugh Carey was governor at the time. So I covered six governors. <clears throat> and uh, the experience, of course, uh, over many, many it was uh, four decades, really was uh, pretty profoundly unsettling. And as many of you know, it's been a it's been a descent for this state. To a point now where I think we're in really a genuine crisis. We have terrible political leadership. We've got an awful financial situation. We've got the loss of population in New York and chaos at the Capitol as we speak. I've been we've been sounding out here and and uh, the way New York goes, you got eight and a half million New Yorkers and 3000 violent criminals and and we can't get them out of the streets and they're back into jails again. Well, John, you know the reason for that. I mean, you know, we're not discovering the wheel here. The solution is obvious, but the people who are in power, and in particular in the legislature, um, whether it's uh, Carl Hasty or Andrew Stewart Cousins, are in the grips of the progressives, quote unquote, who are actually reactionaries because they're returning New York to the days of chaos, disturbance, violence, and incompetence, where once we were the great empire state, we're now the uh, what uh, was once re- uh, referred to as the vampire state. London, <laughs> uh, I think, uh, in 1990. You, you live up there. They're scared stiff. The these these even the Dem- common sense Democrats are scared stiff. Why? They're scared stiff of the progressives and of the union money that's behind them, and the special interest George Soros type money that's behind them. They feel that if they dissent. From the politically correct, you know, woke uh, prescribed uh, positions that they have to hold, that they're going to be destroyed in the primary, and many of them are right. I mean, they would be destroyed. The littlest thing can sink people these days. You, you know what, Fred? No respect for this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is Craig Eaton. I was the chairman of the Republican Party in Brooklyn for 10 years, and, and you were one of my go to people when I was the chairman to find out what was yeah. happening in Albany. But you know what? The Democratic Party. And the Democratic legislators need to take control of the Democratic Party again. They need, to, they need to kick the progressives to the left, and they need to take control of their party because this state and this city are getting so bad. And if they don't take control there's now— fallacious, There's what? a fallacious assumption behind what you're saying, and that assumes that there's some kind of cadre or core of moderate Democrats out there to do that. 
And I would argue that there isn't, that the moderate Democrats, the one scoop Jackson Democrats, the sensible Democrats, they're gone. They may have gone to Florida. Now, now you're scaring me. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to participate. Fred Dicker, you're scaring me. Well, there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity there for someone to step up because this is crazy. It's an opportunity for the Republican Party in 2022 here, and I hope that we that's, can take advantage of this. That's that's absolutely true. It's actually, I would argue, it's now or never for the yeah. Republican Party, and it may very well be never. Hopefully not. You have a real, I think, ally in Kathy Hochul, who's an extraordinarily weak governor. <laughs> and we have an ally doing a good job. Now, I got one question for you: Is there an Andy Cuomo comeback? On the independent line. Well, the Republicans are hoping so. <laughs> we are hoping, Run, yeah. Andy, run, is what they're saying. <laughs> but in terms of a, an objective assessment, I would say absolutely not that he's dead political meat, that no one wants to go near him, no one wants to work for him. It's, no one will carry his petitions, no matter how much he spends of his remaining $14 million or whatever it is. So I think Andrew Cuomo is definitely politically dead. Now, we got some uh, breaking news that Matt Wanning just sent us. Hit it. This is pretty breaking news. WABC. Uh, abortion activists to storm Catholic churches during mass on Mother's Day. There's a radical abortion group calling itself Ruth Sent Us, and it announced that it's mobilizing its activists to enter Catholic churches during mass this coming <laughs> Sunday in response to reports that the Supreme Court is set to overturn Roe v. Wade. Uh, I mean, this is getting out of control. This is getting out of control. I think, Fred, I think it already is out of control. But I thought that I thought the MAGA people were the most extreme uh, political affiliation. And white supremacy was the greatest threat facing our democracy. Fred, in all your years covering uh, politics, have you ever seen a more divisive situation, whether it's in the city or the state or or the country? John, I haven't. And, uh, you know, I'm a student of history. My background was... uh, I had a master's degree in American history. I almost got my doctorate. So I've always tried to bring a historian's eye to what's going on. I think what's happening in our nation today is without precedent. Maybe in the early days of the Great Depression or maybe at the time in the 1850s leading up to the Civil War. But what comparisons one could make are, are terrible comparisons. It's a, just a existential threat to the survival of the United States, in my view. It's very, very serious. And uh, we talked earlier on the show about them picketing and demonstrating in front of the Supreme Court justices' houses. I mean, how reprehensible is that? Well, but they're doing it to intimidate them. Obviously, it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible precedent, although it's not new. That technique has been used in, in the past at times. But it's an awful thing to do to Supreme Court judges. I mean, uh, these should be the most respected individuals, whether you agree with them or not. Uh, and, and they come from stellar backgrounds, without exception, I would say. It's, a, it's just another installment in the ongoing, and it's mainly on the left. It's not the right. It's the left that's mainly engaged in these thuggish-type tactics, and it's a tactic that they study. I mean, if you know the history of the left, especially of the communists, I mean, they were experts at doing this kind of stuff. The right is much more disorganized, and January 6th was more of a, of a, a kind of a— you know, uncoordinated uh, riot than it was any kind of insurgency or, you know, rebellion. Fred Dicker. It's a terrible time. I mean, mean, you live your life. We all live a great deal and we want our country to do well. And to see what's happened to our nation is so depressing. That's one of the reasons I'm glad I'm not a journalist anymore. I mean, it it pains me to have to look at what's going on in our country and what's going on in our state. I mean, it's a total breakdown of civility. 
I mean, this is mass Absolutely. hysteria. Among other things. And, and it's dangerous. It's though. dangerous. People are going to get Absolutely. hurt. People are going to get killed with these this riots and everything. And they're and they're not yeah. over. They're not outlawing abortion. They're turning it back to the states to uh, possibly right, to allow the states to decide, which actually is more democratic. No, but it, but it just gives these people an excuse. Absolutely. All they need is an excuse. Look at Black Lives yeah, Matter. They needed an excuse to go out and protest. This gives the that mass a, a reason to go out and protest. They're deconstructionists. They are literally the ones who are their leaders are trying to destroy the nation, to nullify our history, to smear everything from the past. Traditional values, middle class values, family values. They laugh at that. They mock it. And that was the essence of what kept America together. It brought people here from around the world. Fred Decker, thank you for coming on and giving us an update on Albany. And we're going to have you on again. And thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for inviting me. Take care, fellas. Thank you.